Hey, this is Christina Colazzo from the Just Conversation podcast. Um, this episode is about my struggles with so- social anxiety, or just regular anxiety of socializing, and the difficulties, and, I don't know, a lot of crying while I try to understand what was going on. Remember exactly what happened through that episode, but a lot of feelings. Yeah, I was talking through a panic attack and answering questions that Jack was giving me about what was going through my mind and how my body was reacting, and it was difficult. And um, I have a lot of panic attacks. What do they say before things that are like too, it could be too sensitive for some viewers? Something like, I don't know, trigger warning. Is that what people say now? I feel like that's a therapy saying, right? That came from therapy and now everyone's using it. Um, yeah, I guess, uh, viewer. No, not viewer. Um, Do they say if you if you're too sensitive for I don't know feelings of sadness and depression, probably shouldn't listen to this podcast. Although it's not that emotional, I don't think it's gonna make anyone cry. Enjoy the episode. <laughs> what you said? The panic is attached to my body the panic is attached to your body what do you mean like i just i feel like it's not i'm not comfortable still i guess wait so panic attack is literally like a physical experience for you yeah what do you mean like it's both i guess physical and emotional but it's physical like everything tenses up inside oh like um like when you get really scared and you like, oh shit, or when... Yeah, but it doesn't leave the moment. Like, you know, if you get upset or something, like if you're crying, or you see a sad movie and you get sad for that moment, but then the movie's over and then the moment's over or whatever. But it's yeah. not like that. It's oh, not like a normal man. emotional moment thing. But then how is the emotion happening here? What 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 kind of shape does the emotion take? What's happening that in, on that end? Like a, a mixture of emotions, like embarrassment, really sadness. But why embarrassment? It's just part of it. Like it doesn't make sense. Yeah, none of it makes sense. You can take a deep breath. Don't worry. Just take your time. Is it difficult to explain? Like it's so uncomfortable. Yeah, it's just it's comfortable. Like I'm not emotionally right now panicking. It's just a physical thing that's like left over. From before. Okay. Oh, wow. So, right now you're perfectly regulated, you feel, emotionally, and, like, you're stabilized, but you're, like, the physical reaction of it is still leaving you little by little. Yeah. And that's what's happening right now. Yeah. I wonder if they have, if it's like that for other people, but... Oh, wow. That's interesting. I don't know how long it lasts, but it takes a while. (laughs) Okay. And... 
like it's hard to th- see and not think that it's sad that it's sadness that's being expressed but you're saying that it's not it's just like the body still releasing the the reaction that was happening before yeah yeah and the the emotion that was going through that moment was just uh, i don't know how to explain it it's not like i'm sad i don't know like it's just a like like mixture like a bag of emotions yeah does it feel haywire like your body and your mind are tangled up or like they are confused separately hmm not sure separately connected i don't know but they both do feel like like they're both going haywire i wonder if they're somehow connected across each other and that maybe the signals between both of them are getting crossed because you said tense that tends to be a panic reaction in a kind of defensive way so your body feels almost attacked it's defending itself against something and then your mind is going haywire so oh wow maybe your mind is sending crazy signals outwards yeah and your body just jumps into a defensive i can't let the mind uh, mess me up right now so it goes into defense mode, and the tension is to prevent you maybe from uh, moving too viciously or, or losing too much control. It's a, your body is protecting you from you mechanism. Ooh, that'd be interesting if that's what's happening. That's weird. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, but I, I don't think these takes that long. I mean, it feels like forever for me, but it's probably like half an hour to an hour. Yeah. I don't know if that's long. Compared to other people, but... Yeah. (laughs) I wonder if other people feel a panic attack the same way. Oh. You know, like, how... how, Because, if anything, uh, at this point, everything is a blanket term. Because there's no way to be specific. Like, oh, this is just what this thing looks like. No, that's not how that works. It's just something that's in that general ballpark will give it this name but there's no specific shape it could take it could look like something that isn't that yeah. it could look completely different and still be that based on characteristics that aren't obvious mm-hmm. so based on that i wonder if it's the same kind of like thinking like how people think okay here i got a question i got a question that has to do with uh sort of the philosophy of the mind kind of and it's that an what uh your your description of a panic attack right now yeah my question would be if somehow you internally let's say your get your control is glitching or something like you're the Maybe player yeah like you're sort of trying to tell the driver something and the driver's like not entirely getting the message and that's kind of what's happening there that in throwing it outwards in this case it would be like do extroverts get panic attacks? Can we identify? Because who knows? Maybe there's a pattern there where only introverts get it. Then it could be something, no can, some connection no like that. Way. I mean, I doubt it. But if there, if a pattern like that showed up, maybe yeah. there's some kind of place we can look philosophically that could answer some of these questions, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, if that pattern doesn't exist, maybe thinking about it in ways like that can lead us to a pattern that would connect things like that. So some kind of psychological thing that could be answered through like a Myers-Briggs system or could be answered through uh, thinking of reality or our body-mind connection in a certain kind of light, even if it's not accurate, if it gives us an accurate answer, regardless mm-hmm. of whether the method to that accurate answer was accurate itself. Mm-hmm. 
it's an interesting like look into things. I just hope it's not a glitch type thing. Why? That's a horrifying. But it already happens. There's nothing you could do about it. I guess, but that's just that's so creepy. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a very interesting thing that you've got there. You have a. It's weird. I wonder again. I wonder if other people go through panic attacks in the same way. If they experience it in the same kind of light, if it's if it feels like a like a tension in their body physically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Should we talk to people about that? Should we ask people? Yeah, or? I'd be totally down to ask people who've had panic attacks what their panic attack feels like if they could put it into words in any kind of way, and not just their vague because people tend to answer. When you ask something uh, with vague terms, we would just, you know, elaborate on your thing to see if maybe they use the same descriptions. Because mm. if they land on the same rough idea, maybe it is the same thing. Like, oh, my body tenses up and I feel like I can't, like I am restrained or something. It's like, okay, that's consistent. Mm. Maybe panic attacks feel the same for everybody. Maybe not. Maybe they feel completely different. The descriptions come back completely strange, and then there's no way we can really identify a specific panic attack. That would be interesting. Very. Yeah, so that's an interesting investigation. We can totally do something like that. Report yes. back on it and later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm a later ramble. Yeah. That's essentially what this is. And everyone else should let us know about if they have panic attacks or know someone. Yeah, comment like, on this uh, with some panic and... attacks if you're on iTunes. Uh... Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. That's very interesting. I would love to know. I would love to know. You know what? That's actually the best thing. I want to describe. How does it feel in your head? How does it feel in your body? Uh, use the most vivid description you possibly can, I guess I would say. I don't know how to better convey that. Like, show, don't tell. Yes. Um, or try your best. Like, tell us anyways. Yeah. But try your best to give us very exact descriptions that maybe it does align. Maybe what uh, Christina said right here uh, uh, as her panic attack, maybe that perfectly aligns with everybody else's or maybe it's totally different again. Maybe people have crazy, weird, different panic attacks. Well, I guess, I don't know why, but like I sometimes laugh when I have a panic attack. I know that's a weird thing, but if other people I have mean, similar situations. But you'll also be, yeah, like you'll be crying and I'm laughing laughing. at the same time. Yeah, I don't know what that's about, but yeah. maybe that's a whole different thing. Or maybe that's but just it a different... at the same time. But not always. Sometimes you're just laughing in panic. Mm. So then the question here is, do your panic attacks show different ways? So you, you're like one person can have many different styles of panic attack. Mm-hmm. And that's what those are. Those are just two overlapping. Sometimes you laugh, sometimes you cry, sometimes you laugh and cry. Yeah. Maybe there's combinations and thus knowing all the individual parts allows you to control or know when it's coming, how it's coming, how to best deflect. Yeah, sometimes I can feel when it's coming. Sometimes it is... Sh- random but sometimes you could just feel it building up somehow how would you describe the build-up like what does that feel like like the tent your body just gets more tense and more tense like just a ball is forming maybe in your throat area what do you mean describe that the a ball in your throat area like i don't know Um, like does it feel thicker to swallow yeah 
like, I guess it's ten- getting tense there also. Like, like uh, does it feel like your throat's becoming inflamed? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's swelling up? Yeah. All of that stuff. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I don't know why I thought I... I mean, I guess I do, like, some... I guess it's mostly when I have to face my fears and stuff. Okay, so it, it could be phobia-related, you believe? Yeah. It's it. Is it... Okay, better question. Is it phobia-related or is it discomfort-related? Because uh, are there situations that you're not scared of, that you are just uncomfortable with, that will cause you to have a panic attack? Or does it have to be fear? I don't think it always is fear, but a lot of it, I think, is fear. But I know there's some situations where it happened, but I don't really know, know why. why. Yeah. Wow. Wait. Like, so there's moments that don't even like make sense as to why you had a panic attack there. Like I know, but I don't know why I you... feel like, like, um, like if I have to say something and I feel like. Like, it's not a big deal, but for some reason saying it is still really hard to do. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but maybe that's just being an introvert. <laughs> well, it depends no. if, because extroverts might be able to have panic attacks too. I don't know if there's some kind of a pattern with that. And if it's a case that they do, then it's not an introvert thing. There's something deeper going on that's beyond that. Mm-hmm. Or not deeper and beyond that, but something different than that that's causing or connected to it. Mm-hmm. that uh, is an identifier of whether yes or no and then everything else is a symptom so the question here would be in the mind the body mixture where is the reason and everything else is a symptom of it interesting yes so where would that be because mm-hmm. is it just the mind going haywire and the message not getting out that could be an introvert problem maybe that's just a wiring problem maybe anybody who has wiring and uh but then if you say you are an extrovert, the wiring shouldn't matter, right? Hmm. Because then it'll just function perfectly fine. You're already outside. You're not sending a message anywhere. You never had a panic attack at all. No. Based on how you described it, no. You thought you did? I thought I did, but I, it looks like that might have just be, been me being emotional. Like, when, like... Or what What does that feel like? What is that like? Like, I just figured it was high levels of emotion. Just like, I don't know, like, uh, like, I want something bad and I don't get it. And I, it just, I don't know, frustration. My mind itself gets very tunnel vision. I got a lot of tunnel vision. But then again, it, maybe it is a panic attack. You get my point? Yeah, but just, it's, we see it differently. I, it happens differently. And there's no body involved in it. I've heard people describe emotional situations that their body gets hot. Mm-hmm. Their body starts warming up and they feel like their body is heating up and like they can't contain it. And it's like, that's weird. Now, is that a panic attack or is that an emotional moment? Why is the, why is the emotion affecting the body? That is true. Is a panic yeah. attack emotion affecting the body? Is just emotion and panic attack the same thing? And a panic attack is just a really strong type of emotion. Maybe. Because I am sweating. I'm crazy sweating. Really? <laughs> your body... But does your body heat up in the moment? I, I guess. Like, I only feel like heat in my, on my throat for some yeah. reason. But I guess my whole body was... On fire, and I just didn't realize it. That's very strange, and I don't know why. But uh, that's never happened to me. Or 
Maybe it is. Now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. What? Because I'll get like a flash of heat suddenly. Like I suddenly get really hot. But not that it gets builds up or anything. It's just like, oh, wow, it just got hot in the room. Oh, but that's not to do with like getting a panic attack or anything. That's just a random. But with emotion. With emotion? So, for oh, example, okay. if I am suddenly scared, like I almost die. Yeah. I'm never an emotion. Like I've, I remember specifically one moment when my mom was driving. I was in a car with her and uh, we almost hit a lady. No. Almost. Not on, this lady made a weird turn. And just from one lane across, and we almost hit her, and we hit the brake. And uh, I remember it because it was a. Uh, I was calling my brother in a moment to mm-hmm. tell him we were coming home with uh, food shopping, mm-hmm. and uh, he was like, uh, "I was on the leaving a voicemail because he never picked up, so we had the voicemail to hear it later." Oh my When uh, so we almost crashed. You hear the, ah! and then I'm just like, "Whoa, we almost died! Isn't that crazy?" I remember. That as the brakes were hit, because I was looking straight at the car. As the brakes were hit, I think we're going to hit. I really do think we're going to hit. Now, I'm not reacting. I'm like, okay, we're about to hit the car. Fuck. And then sort of the the scare, the whole, (gasps) in that kind of breath, everything gets hot. Like, noticeably hotter. And that's happened many different times for different kind of emotional reactions. Like, if I get really pissed suddenly, Mm -hmm. that same sort of thing happens but it's not like a build-up or anything it's like the temperature just got turned up and it doesn't keep going up i don't feel like i keep getting hotter and hotter no i wonder what then what that is that's gotta be because it is a physiological response to emotion so there's so our body just normally does that in emotional situations physically literally affects our body because of one thing what the mind is not what's affecting the body. Whatever's, li- I mean, I guess yeah. whatever's litter, but the mind isn't what controls emotion. That's the soul. No, and that would mean because whatever controls emotion is what's yeah. directly connected to the body. Thus, instinct exists. Hmm. So, is the mind what contains emotions, and the soul just contains characteristics? But then what's the soul if emotion isn't part of it? Like, how, you, how you'd feel about something, right? Uh-huh. So there's something we're not uh-huh. considering about yeah. that. Yeah, but that's... Whoa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. It's just, yeah, our emotions are affecting our bodies. And yeah, so much. whatever emotions are, are connected directly, literally. They're literally bringing things that aren't already happening to our body and then causing them to happen from whatever position in the transcendent state they are. So that's something. Yes. How do you explain what? Why? I'm so anxious. Fight through it, though. You just went quiet again. Um, Let's see. Uh, do, 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 do. I made a tree trying to explain what's going on. Okay, let's see. Um, things that are happening to my body. Crying. My body tenses up. There's a. Introduce uh, what you're reading. Um, I drew a tree of. I don't. I forgot. There's a name for this. If I don't remember, and it's supposed to be explaining 
what exactly is happening to me. The first part would be the leaves of the tree, which is like what's happening on the outside. Then there's the branches, which are the feelings I'm going through. Then there's the trunk, which is past experiences or recent experiences that probably led up to what's happening. And then there's the roots, which are how um false truths that I feel about myself. So, let's see. I said the leaves already, which is, yeah, I panic. And when I panic, I cry. And sometimes I laugh and cry. And um, my body tenses up. Yeah. How I'm feeling about it. Um, stressed, worried, insecure, embarrassed. Doubt, dread, dread. Sorry, I don't know. Dread and fear. Hmm. Past. Okay. I'm not really sure where how it came from, but I feel like maybe because I, I had uh, you know, parent that over-criticizes, like, who doesn't have that? But, yeah, a, a over-criticizing parent and probably other children got me to be this way, a combination of both those things, like kids my age making fun of me for being different or saying dumb, different, not dumb things, but just things kids say. Yeah, that were just different from what they thought and was like, ugh. Or like such dumb things, like I don't know. Just things I did. Not just what I said, but things I did were so also being criticized by parent slash other kids my age. Like what? Um, or my parent which, I don't know, it's just everything. Everything. I, well, I guess one of them I remember is so ridiculous is, um, um, someone put something where they weren't supposed to put it, and then it fell and made a mess in the kitchen. Right. And I was blamed for it, and there was a lot of yelling and screaming at me, and I was crying, and then... The person who did it came crying and was like, no, it was me. And I was afraid to tell the truth. And then they were like, this parent was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And they apologized, but not to me, <laughs> to the other person. Like, I'm sorry for, you know, like he was apologizing about how he was behaving to her. <laughs> but not me, who he just was just... Attacking for no reason, not physically attacking, but you know. And just because it, I don't know, what's the difference? What, if, who did it? Like, what made the difference of his reaction? Like, why is it okay for him to react like that? Yeah. Mm. Well, for children, um, I don't remember. Let's see, one of the, um, okay, here's a silly one. I drew a hand, and I was coloring it. I guess it was for an art project, and I was coloring it 
rainbow colored and they're like oh the are you gay for that or whatever? And I guess that's an insult, but whatever. It's still like, I'm just coloring. Why are you fooling me for coloring? I don't know. It's so dumb, but. Uh, although I've been called gay for just not wanting to date guys. Like, I was never into dating, and it was so weird for girls. Like, like it must be because I like chicks, right? But that's not a problem either. That's not bad. That's not insulting, really. But, like, what's the big deal? <laughs> so silly. But, um, yeah. Um, I guess the things that I... The root of it. The false truths that I hold now. Is, well, of course, that I I That I'm different. Like, that I'm not good enough. Especially to my parents. <laughs> And I, I can't do anything right. Well, to everyone, I guess. I can't do anything right. I can't say anything right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just one of those overly negative people that just... I don't believe in myself. <laughs> and just... I don't want to... I want to talk. I do. I just... What can I say when... Nothing is right. Or that's how it's... Felt. For so long. And I managed to put it in the words. Yes. So, like, I didn't explain that in the episode. But now I'm explaining that now. So now you guys know that. I guess. So, yes. That's as far back as I can go. If there's other things, I don't remember. I don't know. Like, I'm sure there's more experiences and stuff in the past that's built this up to be so awful now. But I can't remember. So those are just some examples. I don't know. There's probably a bunch more, but who... I don't know. Yeah, so... That's what's going on with me. (laughs) Huh. Yeah, this feels too long ago. I feel like, I don't know, just the way he reacts about things. I think that's part of why I can't drive. <laughs> like, when he was trying to teach me how to drive, it's just all those feelings coming back while he's talking to me, and it's like, oh. And he gets angry, like, if I'm doing something wrong. And it just doesn't help. So I just end up panicking and just giving up while I was driving with him. And never got to... I mean, I would just stop and that would be the end of the practice. That's probably why I failed so much times before actually passing the driver's test somehow. Yeah. Because I, I guess because I got that teacher that was from the school that helped me and he was much easier to deal with. What if, from your dad's point of view, him getting angry is him having a panic attack? That is his panic attack, and he's having a panic attack while trying to bond with his daughter. At the same time that his daughter is having a panic attack trying to understand her father. 
why did he apologize to one daughter, not the other? Because he didn't feel he did anything wrong to her. The apology didn't mean anything. He knows he yelled at you. That's why it was harder to come to you. Because he would have to tell you he's wrong. And he doesn't know how to say that to you specifically. He didn't give a crap about how he worded it to your sister. It didn't matter. It was just so that an apology would be said. So he could feel better about himself in the moment because he can't sort of face himself to say it to you. Mm. I don't know. But obviously it's wrong. As a kid, he's putting too much on you. But it's like... Mm. He's reacting the way he learned too, you know? Yeah. He was made that way by whatever his circumstances were. I, I don't know. I feel like... That's just a lot. I don't want to say it's his fault, but a lot of it is his fault. Yeah. Like I'm, I feel like I'm extra clumsy because he pointed out that I was, you know, like the thing of when you're caught something over and over, and then you become that person. Yeah. I feel like a lot of my flaws are those things. Like he says, "You're lazy. You're lazy. You're lazy." I'm like, "What's the point? I'm just lazy. Why even try? I'm just too lazy." And then I'm clumsy, and then I'm, like, extra clumsy around him, and it's, I don't mean to be, but it just happens, like, even if he doesn't say it, like, he does say afterwards, like, yeah, you're super clumsy, but, like, I think it's because I'm around him that I'm extra clumsy, or... Why don't you ever tell him stuff like that? I don't know. It's difficult. It's difficult just talking about it. Would it be easier talking to him about it? It's probably much more difficult talking to him about it. But I should. I just don't know how. Like, maybe if I write it down first, then have that with me. Like, I had the book here to go through. That could work. But then I also, like, I don't know how much he'll get... Because I know he knows English. Yeah, and even if he just, understands the words, he's gonna... There's still a gap there. Yeah, he won't. Like, he'll even if he understands all of it, he'll still not think of it the way you're thinking of it, saying it to him. Yeah. And then if whatever his reaction is, like, would it come out the way he wants it to come out? Like, would it be out of anger? Like... It could just be him not understanding how to word it back and him getting frustrated in the exchange. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know if I need to talk to him about it. Because I don't hate him for it. I don't, I'm not angry. I am just... Who you are. Yeah, and I do feel like it's his fault. Here's the thing. Everything is our parents' fault. It's not their intention, which is what they think we mean by their fault. Yes. But it's their fault. Yes, it is, it isn't, but it is, it is. It is, it's all their fault. We are who we are because of them. But just, I don't think telling him is going to change anything. It's not going to make me magically a better person or more positive. I feel like I just have to become that more positive person by myself. I just have to do it. Yeah, you have to fight through it. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta beat all the demons, man. Yeah. I can't... Yeah, I have to do it by myself. I can't depend on someone else for that. And as much as somebody else could help, it it's not really help. 
the best that it could turn into is advice or wise information to implement yeah. into your bettering yourself. Nobody else can do that for you. Yeah, so I'll just keep working on it and working on it and hopefully I'll fix it before I need to, I don't know, for something important. So let us know if you guys ever, yeah. anything of this is relatable. Tell us uh, how your panic attacks go if you feel comfortable doing so. That'll be a very interesting read. Uh, if we get enough responses, I suppose we can make an episode and kind of discuss it so that people know the different kinds of panic attacks and forms. Maybe maybe that turns into a little bit of interesting information to share. Yeah. So yeah, thank you for listening to this, guys. This was thank you for sharing that very much, Christina. That was uh, I don't know if that was easy or difficult by any means. Uh, Alright, I was I feel better now. I'm good now. In the beginning it was hard, but I'm good. Okay, well thank you very much for sharing that. I appreciate it very much. That'll be very interesting for hopefully somebody gives a response and maybe they have a, a some sort of a panic attack. If uh you hear this and you don't own like an iTunes, comment on the uh greatthoughts.info uh facebook page or go to greatthoughts.info slash group slash i mean go to facebook.com slash group slash greatthoughts.info and you can uh join that group and discuss it there yeah. um you can uh go to twitter greatthoughts.info on twitter at the great thought i believe at is the, great the right? url thing or the username i think it's at the great thought at the great thought and then the name that i choose itself is greatthoughts.info and uh, yeah, so uh, take a look at those things. Go to the official website again, greatthoughts.info. Check out whatever we have there and hey, let us know what you think. Yes, um, please. Thank you. Yes. Adios, people. Thank you for listening. Thank you. It's been Bye. just conversation. We've just been having conversation. Mm-hmm. Take note and personal. Adios.